What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. This podcast is meant to be really conversational and casual, just a couple of leaders here at Fathom talking about faith and life and talking about how we can grow in our faith where it's really going on Monday through Saturday and not just on Sunday. So tune in, listen to the conversation and open your heart. We pray that this really helps. Hello and welcome to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. I am Christina Scott here with a very special guest. Hello, I am Tara Howard and I am filling in for our pastor, Kyle Nelson, today. Yeah, I'm so (laughs) excited. So, um, you know, sometimes pastors, they got to go out of town. Sometimes (laughs) they do. Sometimes (laughs) they have other things going on. Uh, And so this time, uh, Pastor Kyle asked me, hey, find find a fill-in in. Tara, you were my first choice. I'm so glad you were available. Oh, well, I'm so glad we know how to today. chat, so <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> we do, we do, and we spend a lot of time talking about messages that we hear yeah. around the house, anyway. Like yep. around around the Fathom Church table, we talk a lot about that. So I'm I'm excited for it to be recorded today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm happy to be here. Oh, awesome, awesome. So, um, tell people a little bit about what you do at Fathom. Just if they don't know if people or maybe if there are people who are um, who aren't in the house but are listening, um, you know, from across the globe. Sure. So I am the engagement director, which means um, my ministry is primarily focused on everyone who is seeing Fathom for the first time, everyone who is walking up our um, sidewalk for the first time in our physical location or anyone who is in our digital sidewalk, like our our Facebook page, our website, our um, those kinds of digital platforms are just that's kind of my um my area that I oversee yeah. right now I have a couple of teams on digital engagement on hospitality um and guest services and events and those are my happy places yeah. oh yeah. and they are if you guys could see her right now she has the biggest smile talking about the way that she serves and at Fathom and it that smile is contagious so if you hear our our voices smiling we you'll really know why we, we really are smiling <laughs> that is real so awesome well, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, Pastor Kyle just started a new series. series, The yes. House of God. Yes. And again, I always think like when he is, when he throws out a new sermon series title, I'm always like, what's this graphic going to look like? <laughs> right. What is this graphic going to look right. like? That will tell me where we're going right. with this series. Yep, exactly. Yep. <laughs> and so um, this one is is very straightforward, right? He When yeah. he means the house of God, he's talking about the church. the church. He is talking yeah. about the capital C church. And not, yeah, not the location, not the physical location, although that is what's on the graphic is a right. church. Right. But, <laughs> yeah. But the capital C church and what makes the church. Right. And yeah. I, I love that he very, um, just really blatantly, very, very, you know, and it may not feel bold. It may not have felt like a bold statement to, to everyone listening. But for me, it was a very bold statement that he said, if you have put your trust in Jesus, you are the church. Yep. And I re-listened to that. I went back and listened to it again just to hear him say it again to make sure. Yeah, I heard him correctly. That was the bold thing that, that I heard him say that he said, if you have put your trust in Jesus, you are the church. And so then this message um, 
going from the idea of like, okay, if you put your trust in Jesus, you you are the church. And then he titled this message, Stranger Danger. And I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> yep. How are we strangers yeah. to ourselves? Well, in Stranger Danger, for people who are new to a church, which is um, really part of like what we were talking about, part of my ministry, Stranger Danger is a real thing for people who are new to a church, um, who are walking up for the very first time that walk from the parking lot. Mm. We say that all the time. The parking lot to the front door is a very long walk when you don't know the people, um, but it becomes dangerous, right? When you still have that feeling and you're not new anymore. Right. Right. When, when new isn't is in air quotes right and new really just means that it's it you you know how to get here you know whether you're uh click you know whether it's your clicks right. um getting to the online service or whether your car you know you've got muscle memory yeah. and you're already you know exactly you're on autopilot That's you right. know where the coffee is <laughs> you, you know, know who the people are but you're not known yet right and you're not you're not known and Sometimes that is, um, you know, Pastor Kyle was specifically talking about how that can be an us problem, right? Like that can be that individuals mm -hmm. have these different danger zones that we we fall into. Um, sometimes let's let's be real. Sometimes that's a that's a lowercase c church problem. Sometimes it's the place where you go. Um, sometimes that not being known is simply not being walking into the wrong place. God's yeah. got somewhere else for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so this isn't, this isn't a podcast to bash any other churches. This isn't a podcast to, to bash no. ourselves, um, you know, any, any ways that we failed that's in that. One or, of our um, core values, right. Is right. brown eyes that we would look at people and that we would see them and that we would, we would seek to know them. Right. So that I think for us, yeah, it's, it's hopefully right. <laughs> not it's, a little C church problem here. Right. It's a real heart, like a real posture of our heart yeah. that, um, rather than just being like, Oh, Hey, we're entertaining and we've got all of these things to draw you in. It's we're interested in you. Mm -hmm. We're interested in you and you are not just a number or no. a, a seat that is taken up in the house, but that you are a story. You have a unique walk right. with, with God. You have a unique walk that, you might be in the very beginning of, or you might be, mm -hmm. you know, 60 years into, right. uh, but you are, you, you know, you are unique and you are special to the kingdom of God. You are created by the father and this world he didn't want without you. So it is, you know, you're important to us. And that's something yeah. that I think, um, you know, not everywhere that you go. Um, and I don't even, I don't mean churches even not everywhere you go feels that way. Right. Target. Yeah doesn't feel <laughs> they are not <laughs> intentionally seeking to disciple me right they're not no they might ask me if I need some help finding something but let's be real probably not you can never find somebody when you need something when you need something. um but yeah it's our intention like really really in staff meetings we intentionally want to seek to help disciple to make disciples um but it's difficult to do that well I guess we'll get into that but it's difficult <laughs> to do that when you're when you're not known maybe because you don't want to be known right it's difficult for yeah. the people who want to know you to help do that that was that was such a beautiful segue oh thanks so good at this oh, wow. awesome <laughs> that's a beautiful segue <laughs> so we luck. can we'll talk about well I'll just recap those danger zones and then we can kind of focus on um you know what we are going to talk about today but the the three different danger zones with that stranger danger the first is um 
danger of being a stranger to God. So not having that peace of God. Um, And, or I'm sorry, that peace with God, not having that peace with God. So being a stranger to God, that danger zone, it might last, you know, a couple of years. Uh, You might be very, very young when, when you um, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior mm-hmm. and submit your life to him and, you know, repent of your sins and accept that he is our Savior. Um, or it could be very long, right? You might be eight years old or you might be 80 years old. Um, but that danger zone is finite. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that danger zone is something that most people can recognize right away that they're in it or they're not in it. When you explain what that danger zone is, mm-hmm. I'm either in it or I'm not in it. Right. Um, and that one is doesn't quite have the blurry lines. Um, something that we talked about before we hit record is that these other two danger zones don't have quite the same concrete boundaries. Um, and so the second danger zone is danger of acting like a stranger in this having anonymity, right? Acting Mm. like a stranger. You are not a stranger to God, but you're acting like a stranger to God. Um, And then that third danger zone, I do. I have the song running through my head every time I say (laughs) danger zone, guys. I mean, it's Top Gun in my brain. (laughs) Um, But that third danger zone is the danger of no longer being a stranger. The danger of no longer being a stranger and what it means to really... Um, open yourself up to the church, open yourself up to the body of Christ, open yourself up to be known in all of your imperfections, in all of your, in all of the good and in all of the bad, and just to be, um, you know, really fully known. And I I also have that other song, the fully known and fully Fully loved loved by by you. you. Yeah. Everything is a song lyric. (laughs) It is. If it's not a song lyric, it's a movie quote. So, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I, um, the blurriness of those those last two is something that I've been um, thinking about since you know since he started talking about it on stage Sunday is just this acting like a stranger and having that anonymity and no longer being a stranger. Those aren't mm-hmm. these finite boxes. You can actually have periods of your life or stages of your life where you're in two and then Mm -hmm. you're then you're jumping in three right you're jumping from zone to zone and then you might go back um you know danger zone number one might not be like that's not an issue anymore but these this two and three you really kind of have to check yourself yeah Yeah. and they can be so based on your emotions I think too I think a good barometer for whether I'm acting like a stranger or whether I'm not not acting like a stranger is the answer every, you know, every Sunday, how are you? Oh yeah. I'm good. Uh Uh-huh. And then a lot of the time I'll go, I'm good. Also, let me give you like the longer answer. Like (laughs) I'm good. And like, Mm -hmm. there's more, you can be good and Mm -hmm. have a little more to say because probably people aren't just asking, how are you expecting? Like good is the only acceptable answer. It's not. Um, and I think that's a really good practical way um, to go from, from number two to number three is the next time, you know, you hear somebody, you hear yourself say, I'm good. Think like, is that really the best answer I can give? Because someone's trying to get to know you. Right. That is that question. When someone asks you, how are you? 
many times, some of us, that question is second nature. We're just mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, how are you? Yeah. Um, There's nothing wrong with being a happy person. Right. <laughs> that's good. Like, yes, we understand not wanting to be dramatic. Like, that's not right. what I'm saying. Right. But but some for some people, them asking how are you is their like that's their olive branch, right? Like that's yeah. their, that's their way. They're you know they might be so introverted, even if they are no even if they are no longer strangers, right? Even if yeah. they are. Um, you know, fully known, they feel fully known. This is something new for them because they're, they're trying to know you. It's like so learning a new out. language where like, you right. maybe only know how to say like, como estas? Like, <laughs> right. that's all I remember. Me llamo es. Yeah, that's so true that that might be their only olive branch to say like, I, I want to know you. I want to know yeah. you. And so um, even sometimes when our answer is I'm good, well, like you suggested, is that is that really my best answer? Even if if I'm good, maybe there's a follow up to why, why I'm a, yeah. yeah, why I'm good. What what is what can I testify about God's goodness in my week this week mm-hmm. or in my day or in my oh this coffee is so delicious. That- then you start to build with people. Then the next time they might say, well, hey, how how did whatever your new flower garden turn out did you kill everything yet or you know like whatever it is like then you start to build a little bit of relationship that's that's real and that's I think what we're we're after and it's got to start somewhere right right I love that so um pastor Kyle more than alluded I think he straight up said that the danger of no longer being a stranger that might be the most dangerous place Mm -hmm. For, for most of us, but it's also where it's the best for us, right? There's, yep. It's the best for us. And that, that no longer being a stranger, the idea of um, it, it kind of went back for me to more toward the beginning of his sermon. Like I was connecting these two things from the beginning of the sermon where he said, if you are say, you know you saying you're a stranger or you're acting like a stranger rather you are denying God's plan like thinking that you have a better plan mm-hmm. than God does and so this danger zone of no longer being a stranger is you saying okay I'm submitting to to your plan like I don't know how I'm gonna I don't know how things are gonna go when I am am I gonna be embraced or am I gonna be you know, yeah. am I am I am, am I going to have this big arm? <laughs> you know, am I going to have the, a palm to the face, or am I going <sighs> to be embraced? Like, what's going to happen here when I put myself out there? Because the real is, none of us are not messy. We're all right messy. Yep. There's it's sloppy and messy and and sometimes weird, <laughs> just being a human. Yeah, and sometimes the stories are are long. You can't get right. it all out on a Sunday. That's not a thing that can happen on a Sunday morning. It has to be a connection that goes longer than that. That's, you know, you get someone's telephone number or you're in their small group. You know, you come to midweek and you sit with them at core nights. Right. Um, you serve with them at food pantry. Like there are different ways where you build that time where you get to reveal more of your story so that it doesn't feel like this big dump of information that you feel like you're standing there naked, you know, you can reveal bits as you feel safe. Um, and with the people, you know, God's going to show you who those people are that you feel safe with. And you can kind of test the waters like that. Share a little bit of your story that you're comfortable with and you'll see who those, um, people that are meant to disciple you are. 
right. and be able to share more. Yeah. And sometimes that comes with right their their ability to be vulnerable with you comes from your mm-hmm. your willingness yeah. or your trust to be yeah. to be vulnerable with them. And but somebody has right. to take the first step, right? It's yep. it's somebody. And even even those of us, so I am textbook, hardcore, all around extrovert. <laughs> the more the merrier. Bring it on. Like, tell me everything there is to know about you. And then, and then you remember it all, too. <laughs> well, <laughs> You're so good at that. You're so like, good at that. It's a strength I, of yours. <laughs> I want to know everything about everyone. And then I want to know more. Like, yeah. that is – I and Genuinely just interested. I do really yeah. think that people are more interesting than anything else on the planet. Yeah. I really do. And that's maybe, that's, maybe that's why I don't really care about – like that's why I'm not super into animals or super yeah. into you know what I mean. Like like there are tons of people who like love their animals so yeah. much, and I'm like, cool, <laughs> cool. I'm I'm glad for you, and I'm like really excited for you that you love your animal. You I want to like, know all about I their animals, but you don't want your right, own. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, that was just I just made a revelation. That was just like a, a thing that connected in my brain right here on the podcast. You're a people person. Um, I am a people person, and I I do I want to know all of those things, but for for extroverts, you know, what we do, we go around adopting introverts, right? Like yeah. <laughs> we go Thank around you. adopting introverts. We appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> and we go, oh, I just love you so much. And I want to, I'm not going to try and overwhelm you, but I want to know all of the things there are, to, you know, all the things there are to know about you. But for introverts, right, there's so many more people in the world mm-hmm. who are introverted. And so for those people, a lot of times, you know, you see somebody you kind of want to connect with or whatever. You think like, oh, well, we do have this thing in common, but who goes first? Right. But who goes first? And so if you're, you know, if you're surrounded by extroverts, you're like, yeah, I know who goes first. They always go first. They go first yeah. every time. <laughs> well, and keeping in mind, too, that who goes first, like classic, you send a text or you try and like it's not the right moment, like to not take that as a rejection, like try again maybe like yeah. it's okay you maybe hit somebody when they were driving and they texted you back in their head like I right. do I text back oh. in my head all the time is- doesn't mean I don't love you it just means I meant to text you later and I fell asleep <laughs> I meant to text you <laughs> later and then I got to my destination yeah <laughs> I got and, to my and destination my people needed something that's from right. Me right then that's right yeah dinner had to happen or yeah. the 17 things on the to-do list and Whoopsie. Somebody has to go first. I think that's, that's a good point. And somebody, um, sometimes you need somebody to reach out first. Sometimes, sometimes you can recognize when people are being strangers and, or acting like strangers. Right. And you need, that's, that's our job as the big C church. And that's our role in helping to disciple people and love people is like, Hey, I miss you. Not in like a, you didn't check off your I attended church box this week, not in a gross <laughs> way, but like, miss, like I'll, I'll text that. Like I missed your face and I mean it. Like, right. I do mean it. Like, I don't mean like, Hey, give me an explanation of where you were. Right. I don't need to know where you were. I just wanted you to know, like your presence here was noticed. Like, right. The lack of your presence was noticed. I was looking forward to seeing you. Right. Um, because everybody here adding together, we are all different parts of this body and we are all so different yeah I think too there's that you you meant you said something in your right in this practicality of like sending be the person that sends the first text like even just a hey I missed you Mm -hmm. but but mean it yeah right like that's that's the beauty of um 
of of that connection is like don't mean it right whatever you're going to yeah. text mean that and and know that if it if it doesn't if that doesn't turn into a coffee date two days from now that's right. not a big deal right no. like it's that doesn't that isn't rejection nope. but just mean it and that's that is enough like so often um obedience right we talk about obedience be re- being rewarded but there's so many times that the reward is the obedience itself like just knowing oh i did what the Holy Spirit told right. me to do. Like, and you're not I, meant to text every. I'm not saying oh, text right. every single person that you didn't see on Sunday. No. But like when the Holy Spirit brings someone to your brain, that's a God thought. Like that's from him. That is not something that our flesh, like that's so selfless. Mm-hmm. That's not something that comes from us. Like if you check your motives and it was from the Holy Spirit, like you got to send that text like, right. or make that phone call or whatever that thing is to reach out because... um because people need it. Yeah, absolutely. So I love, um, I, we didn't start this, um, the podcast with me reading the scripture, but I do want to read it. Yeah. Um, because there was one other thing that he said that I think is just really important and I just wanted to highlight it. So I'm reading from an NIV and I know he definitely did not read from NIV, um, this weekend. I'm not sure which one, right. which of we the many, but yeah, we'll, we'll totally, I'll read. Um, so it's Ephesians. Uh, the text was Ephesians chapter two, verses 19 through 22. Um, so I'll read all of that and then we'll come back and talk about something. Mm-hmm. So it says, consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Mm. So we've been talking about, you know, he focused mostly on uh, verse 19, that you're no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household. That I really loved that he highlighted the meaning of those words and how we translate it, how it's mm-hmm. translated into right. English. Um, and so I just really wanted to highlight this yep. and that the foreigners and strangers, how those words are. And he said it can also be foreigner and alien mm-hmm. in your, in actually in my ESV, it was alien. Oh. Um, but those foreigner and alien words, that first one that's translated foreigner really means like out of towner. Right. And in English, we would not call an out-of-towner a foreigner. No. We wouldn't. But when we read that, we hear we read foreigner and we use it the way that we would use foreigner. Yeah. Um so I out felt, of, so I'm gonna I'm gonna share something because yeah. this is I think this is a good illustration. So we had date night the other week and we were going we were going to a restaurant on the beach and I had a sweater with me and we were it was like a one of those little tiny roads that leads to the beach where there's these tiny little houses and you know these people have lived there forever uh-huh. or they're like Airbnbs. That's what's okay. there. <laughs> so these were people who I know had lived there forever because what they said was, it's such a nice night to be out on the beach and have a dinner out here. And I was like, it is, but it's the end of September, right? So I was like, but it's a little bit chilly. Like I kind of want a sweater. And they went, oh you must be from Florida. You must be, you must be a native. And I was like, (laughs) I mean, I've lived here since 2000. So like, no, but like, yes, at this point I do consider myself from here. And when they said that, like you're, 
you're from Florida. The look on their face was so bright and like, you belong. And I just, I felt like, yeah, I belong here. I felt so like a part of things. It's so silly, right? It did. I felt seen and like welcomed. And like, I felt like they were looking at me like, these aren't, these aren't these tourists like walking Mm -hmm. down our beach. These are people who belong here. Right. It just was a good feeling. And so that's a good illustration of out of towner versus the feeling that you get when you're in your own town, your own space. I love that. You want to do the other one? What's the other one? Yeah. And so the other one that can be translated alien or strangers actually means non-citizen. And so I don't, I don't remember how much of this he really like, did he do the deep dive into um, what that meant to be a citizen? But there are, so being a Roman citizen, you got certain rights. There were rights that you had as a citizen of Rome. Um, and, and some of those things are like, you, you couldn't be, um, you couldn't be arrested without, without a, a real like proof reason, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's one of those things where other people, you could be detained if you weren't a citizen, you could mm-hmm. be detained without some big trial first. Like you could kind of, you could be imprisoned for these different reasons and things like that. And so that's one of the things is mm-hmm. a, a citizen gets a chance to to defend themselves, protection, right? Almost, and yeah. and a non citizen doesn't have that protection. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and just the idea that right after we say this alien or stranger, right? Which which for English, we would more likely say non-citizen. Right after that, in verse 19, it says, like, you're no longer foreigners and strangers, or you're no longer out-of-towners and non-citizens, but fellow citizens with God's people. Mm. And the idea of what that protection means, right? This, you are a citizen. You have this protection with God and his people, and you're members of this household. It's not, it's not all, danger there's Mm -hmm. so much good there um and so i really just i i love that we get to know okay well there are a lot of different words i love all the words can you tell yes Yes. (laughs) i love all of the words um but i just love how we can read it foreigners and strangers and it has one meaning and then if we if we change that right if we if we hear it and we go okay foreigners and strangers Mm -hmm. that's people from another country and people I don't know. Right. Um, and then what it means when we really look at it and say like, Oh, out of towner or non-citizen really juxtaposed with citizen of the people of God. You are a citizen of the house. Right. Members of his members of his household. I love that. And the difference between being in your home or being in, you know, when someone says like, listen, you're in here, like open the fridge. Like it's your, please don't make me get you a glass of water like you I want you to feel like you can go get your own whatever is in there yes your members of his household and not just of this like not just fathom church but like members of God's household like yeah. members of and like a healthy household because some of us didn't grow up in healthy households so there could be a distorted image of what right. that is but this is a safe household you're not getting kicked out of this household. You're getting right. taken care of in this household. You're being provided for in this household. You have a safe place to be in this household. Yeah. Oh, I love that yeah. so much. That's fantastic. Well, guys, we have, I know I have enjoyed having this conversation with Tara. Always. Happened to, always love talking with you, happen to click the, the record button right. while we're doing it. Um, but just know, like, we are 
praying not just um, for you, but with you. Give Let us know what your prayer requests are. Um, let us know how we can better serve you and how, how we can connect with you. You can, um, if you have questions that you want answered on this podcast, you can email us at info at fathom.church. Um, you can always text the keyword fathom to 97,000 so that we can, you know, you Sometimes you'll get a little bit of a faster response that way, if I'm being real honest. <laughs> if I'm being real honest, you might get a faster response through the the texting. Um, but know that we're there are people behind those yeah, numbers, right? There's to receive you. It's that's not, right. It's only automated for just a bit. And just, then just like two <laughs> options. We just need to know which person that's right. we'd like to get to. That's right. So either way, like there's real people behind info at fathom.church who genuinely want mm-hmm. to um, read your questions and help you, you know, help you connect with whether it's scripture or whether it's, you know, just something going on in your life and and praying with you. Um, or if it's, Hey, I'm, I'm ready to get plugged in and I, I just need to know how, and it's, you know, and you're the one who is doing that first thing and you're sending the text and, but there are real people behind that. There's, there's a house of God here and a family here behind that. It's not just, not just that automated process. So we love you. We're praying for you this week. And we just, we look forward to to having you back with us next week.